years old, and she did not have even the comfort of her memory. Henrietta ascertained that a mother would offer her a word of advisement with a kind, womanly touch at a time such as this. Nellie had been the closest resemblance to a motherly figure she had ever known, and God bless her, she did try. But she was not her mother. Unfortunately, marriage had yet to be a possibility. At seventeen, she was still quite young, and with little in the way of a dowry, despite her silky dark hair and deep chocolate eyes, lithe figure and rosy cheeks, no gentleman had yet to inquire in regards to a courtship. Henrietta stared toward the horizon, watching as various boats made their way into Badao's small harbor. There was little that could be done about her circumstances. She'd simply smile and pretend, for her father's sake, that she was happy, and that she did not believe herself to be the burden she knew she truly was. The following Sunday morning, the sunshine glinted brilliantly from the still, sparkling pews, and Henrietta looked around with pride at her accomplishments. Since Mother died so many years ago, she made it her personal duty to ensure her father never looked the part of a pitiable widower. As long as she had breath in her body, his home, his church, and he himself would be well tended. After her father concluded his lengthy convocation, Henrietta rose from her seat near the front, and she, along with the rest of the parishioners, left the sanctuary's cool interiors and spilled onto the ground surrounding the stone edifice. One and all chatted amiably about the weather, the latest prattle regarding the ton, and anything else that came to mind in the churchyard. She glanced around at the familiar, friendly faces until her gaze lighted upon a man she had never seen before conversing with her father. With his blonde, wind-blown locks, easy smile, and strong physique, she certainly would remember his countenance had she met him prior to this morn. The man turned his gaze to Henrietta, and she averted her eyes as her cheeks flushed an unsightly shade of red. How embarrassing to be caught staring! She dared a glance up, hoping the stranger had moved along and taken her embarrassment along with him. But to her dismay, the man and her father were walking straight toward her. She looked to her left and to her right, but with so many townspeople clustered in groups, an avenue of escape eluded her. Her father and the stranger closed the gap with a few long strides and stood proudly in front of her. Henrietta watched as a man's lips curved into a smile that made her knees grow weak. Henrietta, dearest, I would like to introduce you to Lord John Pimbury, the son of the late but beloved Duke and Duchess of Templeton. He plans to reside at Templeton Hall this summer, her father said with grandeur. Lord Pimbury bowed politely, and Henrietta sank into a low curtsy. Lord Pimbury, may I introduce you to my only daughter, Miss Henrietta Hoxley, her father continued. It is a pleasure to meet you, Miss Hoxley, Lord Pimbury responded politely. The pleasure is mine, my lord. What brings you to the Devon coast? She asked, attempting to engage him in friendly conversation. 
Truly, there is nothing more beautiful than the Devon coast in the summer. My family chose to spend a majority of their time at our estate outside of Badao. Are you at all familiar with Templeton Hall? Of course, my lord, it is quite grand. At my leisure, I walk the coast, and on my jaunts, I occasionally stroll by your lovely estate, she explained. Well, I must say, I look forward to taking in the beautiful scenery, including that which I had not expected to stumble upon. He did not remove his eyes from Henrietta as he bowed again. Leaving Henrietta and her father to attend to the handful of gentry still milling among the parishioners, Lord Pinbury walked with an easy air. Henrietta watched him, his confident mannerisms, his perfect white teeth that showed each time he threw back his head and laughed almost irreverently, seeing as it was Sunday.